In this Champions Uncovered podcast episode, Birgitta Wasserfeld talks to former international cricket player Kruger van Veik during an interview on Impact 103FM's Morning Drive, where they cover topics such as balance, purpose and identity. We have Kruger van Veik in studio. Kruger has just returned from ICC Women's Cricket World Cup in New Zealand with the Protea team who did so well. Welcome, Kruger. Great to have you in studio. Yeah, good morning, Brixie. It's great to be here. It feels like I'm speaking to an old friend. We're trying to figure out when last we actually saw each other. And you said it was before you went to play for New Zealand in 2006. Yes, it must have been that long ago. But um, yeah, nothing has changed. Still nice to catch up. Yeah, it's great. So it feels like, like I said, speaking to an old friend. If you do not know this voice, you would have definitely have seen him playing for the Titans. He was a first-class cricket player playing for South Africa and New Zealand. He also played club level in Scotland. I know... Korea, every off-season, you'd be off to, to Scotland, which was the team that you went to. It was the same team, right, every year? Yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a couple of teams. Um, started with Stonywood Dice in 2001, I think, and then went over to Aberdeenshire. And, and I would say the 11 years spent, or 11 summers, if you can call them that, in Scotland was a rewarding time. And, and then a little bit after that in Holland, which was, was great, just basically chasing the summer um, for 17 years in, in the Northern and Southern Hemisphere. So very memorable times, which I look back upon fondly. Korea, you first-class cricket player. You obviously at some stage have to make that difficult decision as to retire. When did you do that retirement? Yeah, it's probably one of the most nerve-wracking decisions for every sportsman. Um, So many emotions and things go through your mind, fears, insecurities, excitement as well. But I almost want to say the decision was made for me. I was always going to retire at the end of 2016 season. Um, when the job opportunity came up in South Africa at, at the University of Pretoria in an institution which I've always had a very soft spot for. So um, the decision was made three months prior to me wanting to retire. And uh, it ended up being an easy one and a blessed one because it was exactly what I wanted to do post-cricket. So that is how it all happened for me. It's amazing how God opens those doors in his perfect timing. Pretoria is your home ground, basically. You're an Uffies boy. So it's no news to you or the territory is not new to you. Like you say, tax being very close to your heart. It's a special place. And it's so nice to know that you are making an impact and coming back there. I mean, you played club cricket for them. Yes, it is. It was definitely one of the places which had a huge impact on my life. You know, not just on my on my game itself, but the friends I made there, the lessons I learned, the life experiences which helped me form to be a a professional cricketer, and also the the loyalty of the friendships. You know, was something to this day we are still friends. So I also thought that it was my time to give back. You know, my time to invest in in young people and not just academically or cricket-wise, but all the things that that was given to me as a young man to come back to South Africa and and, and give back. Well, it's great to have you back, Korea. It's great to see that you are giving back to a sport that you have done so well in and love so much as well. And I know that you are involved with the national cricket team. What's your involvement over there? So I've been involved with the, the national ladies team or the women's team since 2018. I've been a consultant with the team and and just helped him a lot in preparation and, and the coaches, Coach Hilton Mureng, who's of course the head coach. And, you know, he's given me free reign just to try and make an impact on as many areas as I possibly can from the fielding to the wicket keeping and, you know, just everything. 
So, uh, and, and Cricket South Africa, you know, with some of their high performance programs, the under 19s and academy teams, and here and there, just to, to try and share as much info and, and around the fielding and wicket keeping of a lot of the, the individuals and teams as well. So, that has been very rewarding being part of that, just to add to the stuff I do at Tux. Korea, you talk about rewarding. Uh, you've just come back from two months being away from home, away from family. It's a sacrificial job. It sounds like amazing as well. You've got a, a dream job on the one end, but on the other end, it's also sacrificial. Run us through what as being a dad, that means being away from home and how you are able to balance the work and the family life. That is an incredibly good question. Um, I think at the end of the day, you also know what your calling is in life. And, and for me, it is being a father, but also adding value to other people's lives. You know, so for the kids to, to understand that, yes, I was away for two months was hard because it was probably the, the longest I've been away in a long time. But, you know, they were brilliant and at such a young age, also seeing the bigger picture of it all. So and also while you're away to keep reminding yourself of what is your why in life, you know, and my why is to give, to contribute, to assist others in, in reaching their goals and dreams. So, it, yes, you do get homesick. You do miss your kids. It is natural, but you almost make the players, then they become your children. You try and give and assist and, and give them the love as well, which they need to perform at the highest level. That's such a powerful statement that you've made. It, it sounds like you've found your purpose. I mean, I remember I was in varsity when we met. You were playing, like I said, uh, first-class cricket in South Africa, and you had this book in your car, What Is My Purpose? And you know what, Korea? we're talking 20 years ago, and I've just had this flashback memory where I think you have actually found that, and you didn't need to read a book for it. You've actually found it through God making these opportunities available to you and you just being obedient to it and knowing that there is a little bit of a cost to it, but it's, it's all for a greater purpose. So that's phenomenal. Yeah, I think that book was Purpose Driven Life, if, could I, have if been. I remember correctly. And, yes. and the irony of it all is even I, I read a book while in New Zealand called Ikigai which is a, a Japanese philosophy book and, and also on, on the purpose of your life. So I think when you find that, that question of what is your why, all your energy, all your commitment goes into that and, and ultimately to serve God in what you do. So yes, we're still looking for it 20 years later and, and refining it. Absolutely refining it. There's no ways that we've just arrived when it comes to finding our purpose because God has these great plans for us. And I always say his dreams are actually bigger than our own. Kriya, I was looking at your Instagram and recently you've just arrived back on Saturday nights from New Zealand. You said you well recovered, which is, shows how well traveled you are. And you posted a real heartfelt message on your Instagram account where you shared many emotions that you experienced during the tournament. For those that didn't see that post, share that journey with us that you experienced over the last eight weeks or so. I always joke with the players and with the staff that we could be more successful than talking if we had to write books and, and publish them every December. But I have learned so much from being involved in a management role with regards to the women. As a man, I've always been involved in the men's game. So the cricket side of things has been one side, but management is one of the areas where I learned so, so much. The daily emotions, the the thoughts, the feelings, the tactics, the the management skill side of things is something which... Um, I've been given the opportunity and I'm so thankful for that because I've, I've grown so much. I've come to understand so many things better. And um, yes, I mean, eight weeks basically living together as a team and a management group has 
has so many learnings. It has massive ups. It has massive downs. It has times where you are absolutely humbled by great things that happens within the team. There's no small wave. It's either big wave or there's no wave. And you learn to manage these things in a way that's a building, is positive. Um, it's a decision you've got to make every day. But um, it, it was rewarding on so many different fronts that I think only in time over the next couple of weeks, I will realize even more what lessons I've learned. Because while you're in front of that cold face where it's hot, you sometimes don't realize what you are learning. But later on, when you step back and you think back and say, oh, I was really growing there, that is a really nice feeling to look back on. You talk about growing. We always seem to think that management needs to grow the the players and the athletes, but also you speak about self-growth. There you're finding out values that you need to be imparting. What kind of values do you impart in your players during these times when you're going through those highs and you're going through the lows? I think a lot of the time professional sportsmen or any sportsman, we measure our worth by our performance, which couldn't be further from the truth. At the end of the day, we are human beings. If you perform or if you don't perform, it shouldn't diminish from who you are as a person. And I think for them to to give them that perspective that at the end of the day, there's a bigger calling in us. We all love winning. We don't like losing. And, you know, it is something which drives our lives. But to try and form a healthy perspective, to foster calmness, to know when to step away from things. I think a a big challenge in our sportsmen these days is overthinking. Um, to try and manage overthinking and, and simplify things a lot has become uh, an, an area where you can help players take pressure off themselves. So those are only a couple of things which you, you manage daily. Kriya, you were a former player, now you're a manager, you're working with players. How important is it to understand your identity? Because it's so easy for sportsmen to find their identity or seem to think that their identity is in the fact that they are an opening batsman or an opening bowler or whatever it may be in the team. And then should there be an injury or a forced retirement or a change that they need to be making in their careers to make sure that they know who they actually are? How would you advise a listener out there that wants to aspire to become a springbok something be it a rugby player or hockey player, cricket player, any kind of sport. I'm obviously naming one of the biggest sports codes in South Africa. But what is your advice to an athlete to make sure that they don't find their identity in their sport, but in rather something bigger than them? You mentioned that post earlier about a a journey of self-discovery. And I think the healthiest place you can ever be is understanding who you are as a person, aside from ego, finance and performance. You know, so the minute you can answer that question of who am I, what are my core values, what are the things that drive me to be a better person daily and to add to other people's lives, and you take all the earthly things out of it. If you can answer that question honestly and in a healthy manner, then it is surprising how many other things in your life fall in place. It's a question which you've got to ask daily because we default back to earthly ways very quickly. And sometimes when things don't go quite that well and you answer that question honestly, you realize you have gone left instead of staying right. I think even to this day, 25 years later of professional sport, it's still a question you've got to remind yourself of daily. I am more than a professional sportsman. Um, I'm I'm a child of God. I'm a father and a friend. 
So if you can answer those things honestly, then I think you're on the right path. Well, we've really loved this interview with Kreofan Veik. He is the team consultant for the Protea Ladies, also head coach for University of Pretoria Cricket. Kreo, thank you so much for your time today. You have imparted so much wisdom, so much knowledge, and I really think that you have inspired a lot of the listeners, and we hope to have you back real soon. Thanks, B. It's been nice being here. Champions Uncovered hopes you've gained some valuable insights and practical tools for you to use in your everyday life. Subscribe to this podcast channel so you can be notified for more Champions Uncovered podcasts.